1: Hello and welcome to a brand new Five Heart Podcast, brought to you by CornNation.com, part of the SB Nation Podcast Network. My name is Greg Mahachko Joining me, as always, he is our founder and fearless leader, John Damn Johnston. Hello, sir. <laughs> How you doing, Greg? I'm doing great. How are you?
0: I'm buzzless.
1: Well, we're going to... uh we're we're gonna uh warm up the piss as hot was I don't think hot says it like that. Is that it?
0: <laughs> we're, now here's the thing we 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 should be playing for a chair trophy this week.
1: We should be. Have you we. seen
0: it on Twitter or anywhere about the chair?
1: Uh no.
0: Yeah, I I emailed uh, one of the chair guys and I never heard back from him. I said uh, I just wanted to know if he was okay, yeah, and how things are going, and I I didn't hear anything back. And, uh, you know, I have a rotten son upstairs who goes to the University of Minnesota and you'd think he'd be at least a little riled up about this, but no, he's, uh, he's like, uh, he's chosen Notre Dame as his team. <laughs>
1: can, can, can you just change allegiances like that on a whim? I, you know, I guess you can
0: if you haven't been with it when you're young and your team is terrible and Let's face it, Minnesota's defense is non-existent this year, which is why it's very dangerous. This is a dangerous game. It's a dangerous game we're playing. It's not like Russian roulette dangerous for real, but it's
1: dangerous. Um, That's a
0: dangerous game.
1: I've never played, thankfully. Um, Do you think it would be considered a trap game?
0: No, just dangerous. <laughs> okay. I don't know what we'd be trapped by. What's after this? Some other game that we don't even know exists yet.
1: Um, Maryland. Is it going to be Maryland? I have no. I, I'm just guessing. I I, I know it's not going to be. Uh, it, it could be Penn State again. It could be Michigan. I mean, it, it depends on how this week unfolds. Really. I haven't looked. Uh, right it, now, now we
0: should be living life like Wesley. Good night, Wesley. Great job. Most likely, have to kill you in the morning.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> that's how you look at
0: this whole football season in your life because uh, you know you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I think last week uh, I made the point that you know the Purdue game could very well be the last game we play this season, and now it's the Minnesota game, and I hope our Boy, team has the status. What what happened? And uh, then uh,
1: you don't want to you know, know and I don't know. <laughs>
0: It, it, I'll tell you what, it, it would be more than tragic were to Minnesota to come out and suddenly with their pants on fire and play very well against Nebraska and beat us because we're not paying attention, or we show up like we didn't in the Illinois game, and then my son has gets to live with that shit for another year, and everybody makes fun of me and fuck
1: them. I'll never make fun of you for that, John. I'll make fun of you for a lot but never for for that. Uh, but, no, you're absolutely right in the point that, and, and I think, you know, folks, we'll get back to it. I know John's already had two post-game conversations, you, you know, uh, going back to uh, last week's win over um, the, that team, Purdue. Uh, thank you. I, I was there. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's been a crazy, crazy week, but, uh, um no, I, I, I think you're right, and uh, Minnesota's playing – I think they're going to be – I I think the mentality, the trap mentality could be that they're just happy to be out there. I think they're going to be pissed off. I think that uh, they're going to the, – the guys who are healthy and, and who are playing are going to be bringing their very best, and, look, I don't like the guy personally, uh, but P.J. Fleck's going to have him coached up pretty well, so.
0: Well – Ten of the fourteen teams in the Big Ten have two wins. Isn't that crazy? It is. This and, is and, terrible. And, and I you mean, mean
1: only two wins, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, I guess it fits the year, which has been. Uh, you know, it seems like six years ago we beat Purdue, <laughs> I and mean, it was last Saturday or something.
1: Right. Um, so the six teams, or I mean, the four teams that have, because you said ten out of the fourteen teams. So, yeah. Ohio State, obviously, Indiana, uh, Northwestern, yep. and Wisconsin?
0: No. Fuckheads from Iowa.
1: I for- See, I forgot they were in the conference already. Fuckheads. They cheated. <laughs> I'm surprised that they didn't, like, go out purposely trying to get other teams sick, because they're shitheads from Iowa. <laughs> I mean, it, it's like anything else that that happens on the football field versus in real life. If you tackle somebody on the sidewalk, you're going to get arrested. If you tackle somebody uh, on the football field, it's, you know, a good play. If you cough on somebody, you know, and you have COVID on the sidewalk, well, you're, you might get arrested with contract tracing or contact tracing and things like that if you did it intentionally. If you, if you do that on the football field, well, that's just football, baby. I don't put yeah. anything past uh, those shitheads uh, from Iowa, it by, uh, led by the Ferences.
0: Well, what did you think of the Purdue game?
1: Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, it kicked off at 11, Central Time. I started watching it after 4. Uh, in other news, my garage is clean for the first time since we moved in for over four years ago, so I had a productive Saturday. Uh, the game, I it was weird. I was watching it. It's dark in my house. There are flashes of sunshine on the screen from time to time, <laughs> until late in the game. And so it was very difficult to track the time of the game. I loved that I was able to fast forward through the commercials. Um, I kind of shrugged and said it was bound to happen when David Bell had his uh, 89-yard, you know, touchdown, you know, catch and run. And it didn't help that two Nebraska defenders <laughs> ran into him. I thought the defense played uh, tremendously well. Especially in the secondary, with uh, you know the likes of Cam Taylor-Britt, uh, Deontay Williams, I and I like uh, what Yoshi Hardrick said within your conversation with him is if if a guy like uh, Deontay is on your team, you love him. If he's on the other team, you hate him. Uh, I thought DiCaprio played well. Uh, Markel Dismuke, as I, I said, you know weeks ago, I feel like he, you know, maybe before the Purdue game, I, I considered him the defensive MVP. I thought he's been just very consistent uh, all season long. And the and the offense did just enough to win, and it was helped by some special teams and, and uh, some good field position uh, early on. Uh, you know, if and I'll say it if that if that punt doesn't get blocked, you know, on on the first, uh, you know, Purdue's first possession, and if uh, we don't catch a stroke of luck, you know, on the next, I, I I'm not sure that we held on to win that game. <laughs>
0: You know, I was tweeting during that game, and Travis Miller, you know, the Purdue guy. Love
1: him. Uh, Hammer and rails. <laughs> he, Great guy.
0: He kept he, he tweeted at me once, why are you keeping us in this? Because <laughs> he, he's so depressed with Purdue football, and they're just so down on themselves at Purdue that, you know, I'm kind of like, you know, you're not the only neurotic team that, uh, you know, or fan base out there. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I was glad to see... That uh, Nebraska's offense scored 37 points. I I keep saying we need to score 40 a point, 40 points a game, and I'll stand by that. I mean, we score 35, 40 points a game. I don't. We're not going to lose to anybody. I mean, Ohio State's of the world, yeah, but you know, we'll get there. We'll we'll get there.
1: What was the stat? And I can't remember if I saw it in the game or if I saw it, you know, in like the Slack chat room or something. Uh, but Scott Frost at, at Nebraska is undefeated when the team scores 30-something points or more. It's like, well, 35, 35 or more. 35. Well, that's not a difficult task to accomplish. It means that you're likely scoring, unless it's a, a, a Big 12 shootout, you know, you're likely uh, outscored the opponent at, at 35 points or more. So, um, you know, it's just uh, it, amazing some of the stats that these uh, people pull out of their asses. But,
0: well, I think that also gives a good idea what that offense needs to be doing in the future. You know, score thirty-five points, and you're probably going to win in every game you play.
1: And I thought, I thought Adrian looked uh, poised. Um, you know, I said it the last time we saw Luke McCaffrey, uh, the Illinois game, I guess he was jumping around in the pocket. Uh, he couldn't keep his feet still, couldn't keep his feet set. And I think when you do that, and I, I'm I'm no expert, but I think when you do that, uh, you know, you can't, you can't keep your head steady to see downfield if you're, you know, if you're like a duck on a pond, you know, with your with, with, with feet going like this, um, you know, so I, I, and I, and in his post game comments, you know, uh, Martinez said that all he wants to do is, you know, try to be a leader, and when he was benched, he was out there to help the young guys. I mean, he he's we, I'm pretty sure we all, you know, shit on him earlier this season when he was having the yips, but uh, uh, he's he's quite the redemptive story, and I I feel fortunate that that you know he's you know assuming he does he's likely coming back next year uh, because I think with him at the helm uh, and and I, again I don't I don't want to say like I'm reversing course or anything like that but he but he's shown. Uh, a lot as an individual and I, I never really doubted his character. I mean I never sat and had a, a conversation with him a cup of coffee or anything like that uh, so I, I, I but every the way he held himself on the sideline when he wasn't playing you know and not not on a on a series like a, a set you know uh, of offensive plays that they had drawn up specifically for Luke I know they did that in, in the Purdue game but uh, the time when he was bench you know he's not he didn't hang his head. Uh, it seemed like he was uh, a, a uh, very capable teammate, and uh, and that's that's the kind of leadership we need.
0: Well, he didn't quit the team when he wasn't getting on the field, like apparently some other guys did. It,
1: it's been, and you know, I was gonna. It's been an epidemic. I was gonna say pandemic, but we've already got one of those. <laughs> I think that's
0: I think that's true all around the nation. I mean, you have so many guys opting out this year. You
1: know. Well, and and not only that, and I'll, I'll say before. The pandemic, there there has been a we we always say it with a grain of salt when um, uh, you know a, a kid leaves or decommits or something like oh he's got to go do his best you know what he thinks is best for him and I don't disagree with that however I do feel that the transfer portal as it's been nicknamed over the last you know a few years uh, and and the fact that they're possibly loosening some of the restrictions on transfers what incentive is there for a kid to work hard you know he's like oh i'm not getting the playing time at nebraska i'll go i'll go to a mac team and and or i'll go to a sunbelt team or you know i'll go play division 2 or you know like there there used to be a, a type of pride in, in beating out the guy ahead of you you know and and now it's just like eh, i'm i'm out
0: well, I suppose they've been told how good they are their entire lives, and they're probably the best players on whatever team they came from. And then they show up and they have to compete. I mean, all through life, you uh, – well, that's kind of a weird statement. I mean, You can go back to the 90s and, and hear stories from people like Grant Wistram or Jason Peter about how they felt coming into Nebraska – and thinking, well, I was this great player. I'm just going to show up and, you know, start beating heads and stuff. And they show up and they're suddenly faced with the fact that there's some damn good guys at that level. that You're not going to just show up and uh, walk on the field and kill everybody. Mm -hmm. So I imagine it's more of a shock than ever because there's probably more attention paid to them than ever. You know, I could go into this crusty old man thing about, kids these days, but it's been but, that way for a long time.
1: And, and, and it, regarding the attention, you know, so many of, of, and it's not just, you know, kids who are looking at Nebraska, but kids who are, you know, four or five-star recruits, they, they hop on Twitter and they say, hey, uh, uh, Seminole Nation, or hey, Husker Nation, or hey, Buckeye Nation, or hey, you know, uh, Longhorn Nation, show me some love, checking out, you know, they, they, they bring on so much of that attention on themselves, and then... You know, in in a in a success-starved place like Nebraska, where the Huskers are the game in town, uh, you, you know, when I'm sure, you, I, I think uh, Yoshi said it uh, last week, possibly. But hey, you know what? It's not the easiest thing to have the you know, not just the success of of the not just the state of mind of, of the program or the university, but the entire state. Uh, like the self-esteem of the entire state resting on, you know, a 19, 20-year-old kid. Uh, you know, that, that that can wear on you a little bit. And so, I mean, I don't know. Maybe part of it's on us, the fan base. Maybe we just have to relax a little bit. Probably. You
0: relax a little bit? What the fuck are you talking about?
1: Yes. Yes. The piss is Nebraska
0: hot. football, you son of a bitch? <laughs> that sounds like something a communist would say.
1: I am wearing red.
0: Well, yeah, but it's... It's not commie red. Well, it is kind of commie red. <laughs> it's I'm going to have to look that up. <laughs> commie red. What exact color that is.
1: I feel like it's a, a deeper red. You know. The, like blood red? Blood red. For yeah. all the millions of. Never mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the big news of the week. <laughs> <laughs> the big news of the week, Craig. The big is big news is of the it, week.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Let me... it? I, I want to play I Spy, but I, it's like I hear it. Is its it. Is it... Is it Nebraska-related?
0: No, not really. Is kind it... Of-ish.
1: Is it Big Ten-related? Yes. Is it... Championship game-related? It is. Is it... The Big Ten bending over backwards to uh, make Ohio State University happy, related.
0: Well, that'd be it. That'd be it. That'd be it. I win. I mean, win. I'm kind of glad they did it, just because you know, if I was in that position, I'd want them to do the same for me. And honestly, I think if if Indiana was had beaten Ohio State and they needed another game to get into the college football playoff or something, would the Big Ten have done the same for them? No. Well, you know what? Uh, Fucking Indiana, get better, you know. Next time, beat Ohio State, you motherfuckers, and then we'll find out. You can always, you know, would would they do the same for Nebraska if Nebraska was in that position? You know, they probably would. No, they wouldn't. So, I mean, we can say that Ohio State runs the conference, and they kind of do. Actually, what's kind of funny is, you know, I've I've grown up watching uh, Big Ten football because you know when you were young, there were only so many games on. Oh yeah
1: up in Minnesota. Ohio
0: State-Michigan was on every year, and that was a game you had to watch.
1: If you like college football. 103 years of yep. uh, every every season those two teams meeting. And this will be the first time since 1917 that that has not happened. Um, you know, uh, Michigan had, had, had too much positivity rate, or or, uh, too much, uh, 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 oh, here you go. Major League Two. Classic, uh, Tom Berenger, Charlie Sheen movie. And, uh, I, I, you're gonna have to forgive me. I don't know his name, the character's name, other than the Japanese baseball player, but he goes, You, no marbles. And that's what Michigan had. They had no marbles. <laughs>
0: been a while since you've made a baseball reference on this podcast, Craig.
1: Thank you. Welcome. It's good to be back. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't know. It, it's, I uh, the
0: idea that it's the first time in 103 years it hasn't been played that it would register on people the significance of this year and what is going on in the world, particularly the United States, because that's the country we care about the most. But it seems to still not be registering with a lot of people who are out there. And maybe we should just avoid that whole conversation. But it, I find it fucking irritating.
1: It, it's almost, <sighs> I don't know. My, my dates might, might not line up exactly, but I feel like maybe this is the first time that Ohio State and Michigan haven't played since the Spanish flu. I mean, maybe I'm off by a year. <laughs> so, so, um, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's something. But, hey.
0: I, mean, I don't know, you know, I guess I never, I looked at that and I just made the assumption that it was because of World War 10, World War 1, World War 10. Did I say that?
1: Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're only about seven more uh, years from that.
0: So. <laughs> uh, I assumed that it was because of World War 1 that game wasn't played, but I guess I'll go back and look, because I, I don't think that the Spanish Fluid had the impact, or it wasn't it wasn't a reality had set in in the United States
1: yet. Maybe it had. I don't. I thought that was 1918. I think you're right. I was. I was trying to make a joke. Um, no,
0: 1917 was still. You know, the United States wasn't that heavily involved in World War One. I. I, okay, I'll get, we should leave this alone. It doesn't <laughs> matter anyway. We we're on the Ohio State shit. I'm not going to go into like Bellew Wood <laughs> and the Battle of the Argonne Forest and shit like that.
1: Why not? You were there.
0: Yeah, I bet nobody wants to hear those stories anymore.
1: (laughs) I had to, because if Haas were here, he'd have made a similar comment. He would have. Here's the thing. Ryan Day, all of his assistant coaches, and every single one of his players need to write, uh, sanitize their hands first, you know, hand sanitizer. Write individual thank you cards to Scott Frost and Bill Moose. (laughs) <laughs> for the effort, the Herculean effort, John, uh, to bring back... Her- Herculean!
0: Herculean!
1: Herculean! Herculean! It's it's the adjective? Never mind. You know, screw it. We're not going to have an English lesson right now, okay? <laughs> We're going to have a, a uh, an etiquette lesson. So Ryan Day, his assistant coaches, and all the players need to send handwritten thank you cards... To Scott Frost and Bill Moose. Everybody needs to send one to each. There should be something like 300 letters coming in uh, to to Lincoln from uh, Columbus. And they should say, without Nebraska, we would not have this opportunity. Thank you very much. The next game's on us. You know...
0: (laughs) Oh... I, I like the idea. You know, none of that will ever happen. Nobody's mm-hmm. ever going to thank Nebraska for fucking shit. So.
1: Uh, Illinois did. They quickly, you know, <laughs> retracted it, but they did thank us for bringing back Big Ten football.
0: Well, that that's true. They were sarcastic at the time. Motherfuckers were going to kick their ass for the
1: rest of their lives. That's the plan. John, what are you drinking?
0: I am drinking some flavored sparkling ice drink.
1: That's good stuff. Let me guess. Is that... Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 is it? Sparkling ice. What, black raspberry? Yes. That is the best flavor.
0: I was going to have a ginger beer so I could say I was having a beer, but, and I don't know if I like ginger beer all that much.
1: You, uh, you could do what I did when I was 18 at a family function. Uh, somebody, I don't know who, and I'm surprised that they had it, but they had, non-alcoholic bush beer and i you know, wasn't hadn't really partaken of beer in my high school years like i just wasn't that kind of kid uh so we're at this family function and i have a bush n a and i it did not did not sit you know did not taste good to me and my sister who's a few years older and has, has had drank beer uh lots of beer <laughs> she said did you like that i said no she said good Cause that's what beer tastes like. Come to find out, my sister full of shit. Cause beer's delicious, and non-alcoholic beers—the stuff that's nasty.
0: Especially that one. My God. Yeah. Nobody stopped you.
1: I, it was a, it was a barbecue. You know, and it was actually with permission. And then, uh, since we're at Christmas time, I can I can tell this story. I was 19. I had been. Who's that? The NU Foundation is calling me. Oh, gosh. Uh, they'll <laughs> have to wait. Um, I was... I they had been want in, money. At nine o'clock at night?
0: Well, you know, they know me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> they probably actually do. Call him only late at night. <laughs> Most likely to actually contribute.
1: Uh, catch him on a Thursday. I actually hear... Uh, <laughs> no. I have to pick up the phone quite a bit in, in, in my line of work, and I hear that... You know, people are more agreeable to, like, you know, uh, visit with you a little bit if you call them on a, a Thursday or Friday. That's my mistake. I've always been calling on Mondays, so I'm going to have to rethink my strategy, get in front of some more people. Uh, but uh, it was a Christmas time, and I was 19, and so I'd been in college uh, for a year and a half at this point, point. I drink lots of beer. Um, but I was at uh, my grandma's, and I asked my dad for uh, a beer, and he thinks about it, he's like, well... It's Christmas, and you're not driving, and we're not going anywhere, so, yeah, okay, you can have a beer. And my sister, incredulous, she says, "Uh, you never let me drink when I was 19. And Dad's like, you never asked. (laughs) It didn't stop her. Yeah, see, I I think the drinking
0: age was 18 when I was actually 18, which... I'm surprised they had a
1: legal drinking age uh, when you were 18. (laughs) I just thought it was like, can you see over the bar? Okay, we'll serve him.
0: <laughs> well, it's kind of like that.
1: Hey, I, I have uh, a, a before we get talking about more uh, Nebraska athletics, I, I have an odd question to ask you. Or maybe I, 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 this uh, is geared more towards our, our listeners. I have an opportunity, a friend of mine who's a very good artist has uh, uh, presented me with the opportunity to get a free tattoo by him. Uh, now, but when I say he's a very good artist, I mean he has done work for uh, uh, Marvel and DC, Hasbro, and most recently Fortnite and The Mandalorian. Oh wow! Uh, and that's he, quite a resume. It, it is. Um, it, he's super talented. He actually uh, is the same artist who uh, does our logo for the Five Heart Podcast, the uh, the gorilla throwing the bones. Um, and I said, he said he's got to make a quota. He's trying to earn a chair, uh, at, at a, uh, tattoo parlor. And he says, he's got to fill a fill of quote. He's like, I'll, I'll give you a free tattoo if you come down, uh, and, and get a tattoo. I said, well, that's interesting because I have ideas, but never, you know, had expendable money. So, John. So what should you get? <laughs> a, should I? And two, I have an idea of, of, of what I would like. Um, I told myself a few years ago, several years ago, when I was kind of at my heaviest, uh, I said to my wife, I said, if I ever got under 220 pounds, I'd like to reward myself with a tattoo. And my wife's, okay, that's fine, you know. And I got, a couple years ago, I was down about 210. uh, But I said, you know, I think we could use this money for something more worthwhile. So I never got a tattoo. But now it's like... You know, things are back in motion. So I don't know. I don't know what to do, John. Should I get a tattoo? Yes. Okay. I had a, a buddy of mine, a friend of the show, Josh, who says you should get a, a tattoo of a butt on your butt. That guy's weird. <laughs> He'll appreciate you saying no, that.
0: I, 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 have, I have never been a fan of tattoos, and I have always told my neighbors this, and maybe I've mentioned it on the podcast. But if I was, if somebody were have to describe me, like in a bank robbery or a murder, <laughs> as I am right now, or as I was, actually, now I've grown a goatee and my hair is growing out to, cause I don't fucking care. Um, they would have described me as an average old white guy. I literally no distinguishing marks whatsoever. And my argument was that if you get a tattoo, you have very distinguishing marks and you can be identified by the victims. Think of yourself as having a person on the ground. You're choking them out and you don't finish the job. And they look up and they see the tattoo on your arm. And then they go, well, the guy had like a, I don't know, a giant bird eating a snake on his arm. Well, fuck, how many people can have that? Then, bam, you're convicted on your tattoo. So. That's been my uh, reasoning for, you know, never getting a tattoo because <laughs> you never know when you're just going to have to murder somebody, Greg.
1: I was going to say, you I know. wouldn't
0: want any identifying marks. Now I decided to let myself go. You know, I, I would, if I had a friend of mine that wanted to give me a free tattoo and uh, he was that good of an artist, I would have him come up with his own Nebraska design. And put it on my body.
1: All right. Hey, I've got a friend. It sounds
0: kind of kinky. Again, it's like saying <laughs> whip this out, like I did a few podcasts <laughs> ago when I really didn't intend to say that. Uh, you know, but I, 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 you know, I'd probably get a, a, a tattoo of a Nebraska Husker design that wasn't copyrighted, that wasn't trademarked, that was completely unique.
1: I have an idea for a Nebraska tattoo design and the problem is that most aspects of it are probably copyrighted in one form of another. Like I wanted to do well, It's the,
0: not like they can cut your arm off. I don't think anyway, maybe.
1: I don't think Nebraska would. I do think, uh, Ohio state would, Iowa would for sure. Cause Iowa's was, uh, you know, shit is from Iowa, but, uh, it would be the block. It, it almost looked like the 50 yard line. So, you know, the block and, and, you know, some of the, the light green, dark green alternating, And then underneath it, kind of as it appears on the stone, is uh, 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 In the Deed the Glory.
0: I would get a Mastodon stomping the shit out of that Herky Hawkeye, whatever that fucking mascot is. And the Mastodon would be ridden by Scott Frost.
1: I think we should just have the show right there. (laughs) Uh <laughs> so well he's eating
0: a badger. <laughs> he's biting its head right off, just live ah, ah, and blood is spewing out of the badger's head.
1: And you know what he has in his other hand? Some of those delicious buckeye candies. You know, the peanut butter with <laughs> surrounded in chocolate and he's just <clears throat> <laughs> How about that Nebraska ball team, John? <laughs>
0: Well, they lost one to Georgia Tech. That was a really disappointing game. Yeah. Because I felt like they could have won it. You know, which is kind of weird because it's different than last year. I, I actually watched them and I go, okay, I expect them to win this game. But it was really unfortunate. I mean, uh, Lap Mayan got in foul trouble, and that guy can shoot really well, and he wasn't really – he didn't have a good game. Teddy Allen uh, is a guy who – I think Nate made this point. Teddy Allen is going to shoot us into some games and he's going to shoot us out of some games, you know, but he stays aggressive. It was just disappointing to uh watch him lose. I, I, you know, I really, I want them to do well. I really do because I'm, like I said several times, I'm excited for basketball. Let's just talk a little bit more about Minnesota.
1: Like the football game?
0: Yeah. Yeah, we'll get there. You know, Rashad Bateman's gone. He opted out. He opted out once. He opted back in when they started, and then he opted out again. And I guess I don't blame him because minnesotas I mean, they're I've said this before. There's really nothing for these teams to play for. Right. You know? Uh, so I, I can understand why Rashad Bateman would kind of want to go, you know, I, I can get paid going to the NFL, and that's a dream for a lot of these guys. So why not? But he's gone, which which takes away a, a deep threat for them. I mean, probably their biggest deep threat. Tanner Morgan's still a pretty decent quarterback. He hasn't played that well this season. Uh, and I'm screwing him. I'm going to screw up the kids. The kid at running back, uh, Abraham. Abraham. I, I,
1: yeah, I know exactly yeah, what you're talking about. He is.
0: Uh, he's just a guy that you give the ball to and he gets five yards of carry. So... It is a dangerous game for Nebraska because Minnesota's offense can still do some damage if Minnesota, or Nebraska's defense played like they <clears throat> play like they did against Illinois, where they just like don't bother to show up and their heads aren't in the game. Do you think um, that
1: not not to take the focus away from Minnesota, uh, but to to follow up on on uh, yeah Muhammad Ibrahim, uh, you know five uh, five nine or five ten two oh nine. Uh, and he kind of hits the whole, like, a little, uh, uh, wrecking ball. Um, you know, a ton of, ton of potential for him. But do you think that as a team, I gotta be careful how I word this because they had that Illinois game in, in the middle of the season. But do you think that Nebraska has improved as the season has gone on? Or do you think that they've, have they plateaued at all? Or has it been like peaks and valleys?
0: No, oh, I think, well, number one, you saw against Purdue, you saw zero snap issues. So, I, you know, if we can see that for a second game in a row, then that's certainly improvement. Uh, I think it's more that, I guess it, to me it's more that we've settled into something. You know, Adrian Martinez seems to get, in, has gotten a groove back and, and is like fairly Stella. accurate with the ball. I mean, he didn't have any turnovers last game, Dietrich Mills gets the hole well, and he's available. Um, the defense, particularly, I think, you know, if you looked at us last year, I'd say that there were, a well, a huge number of comments on our website constantly that Eric Chenander needed to be fired. And I'm not sure how many people still feel that way, but the defense, I think, is probably the biggest surprise this year because we seem to be pulling together some leaders. And we seem to be pulling up some players that are, you know, they're just, they're doing their jobs and doing a damn good job. And I hope we can keep it up, you know, because what is the senior day this weekend?
1: Yeah. And that, that's, you know, part of the <clears throat> uncertainty of next week, uh, and, and the potential opponent is, you know, it, I, I believe it goes by record and, you know, higher record gets the home game. Um, and I mean, that would mean something if, stands were in the fan or let me try that again if fans were in the stands <laughs> um but you know it, it's i think it, it'd be better if, if if i had my druthers I, i'd rather see nebraska have that game in lincoln uh you know on the 19th uh because that's less travel involved and less likelihood of you know uh, uh coming into contact they have they could probably regulate things and control things a little bit more and i said last week you know after after the uh the iowa loss i said look the the definition definition of success this season for Nebraska has shifted. You know they they fought to play, and, and as I said last week, I'm going to try not to uh, rehash the whole thing. But you know they said we can play and we can do it safely, and so far they have. You know, so uh, if they can, if they keep that up through at least one. I don't know if they'll continue with the plans for the crossover games on the 19th or not. Uh, I guess it depends on how many teams are, you know, still kicking. Um, but at least for this Minnesota game, if they can say, you know, we. We were able to stay healthy. I don't know about everybody else, but we were able to, to keep our guys healthy. Then I think that'll go a long way in, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the wins might not be where, you know, we wanted them to be. And, and some of the play was ugly at times. But if, if the team stays healthy and has avoided, you know, this, uh, you, you know, to, uh, to the extent of some of the other teams in the conference or in the country, then that's a feather in the cap to, to, uh, you know, the players. Because they have to, you know, follow the rules, and then uh, you know, Coach Frost and, and Bill Moose for for fighting for their players to make sure that they had an opportunity to get out on, on the field and show what they could do.
0: I think it's important we maintain some momentum because if you look around the nation, I mean, Texas right now. There's so much talk about firing Tom Herman. What are you going to do with Tom Herman? By God, Tom Herman's going to cost them a shit ton of money. Mm -hmm. Not like Texas doesn't Mm -hmm. have the money with all the donors and stuff that they have. But uh, you kind of look at them and you go, you you realize you're just going to keep up this churn. And this is a year in which it, there's nothing really going on. I mean, there's not much, like I keep mentioning, there's not much to play for. It's so pride. They're going to play for pride. Whatever the fuck, you know, fat old men sitting on the couch complaining about that shit, whatever. Uh, <clears throat> but you're not, you know, we're not in Michigan where they're looking at Jim Harbaugh and hoping when he goes to the NFL and bails them out of whatever buyout they have or whatever's going on then. So Nebraska is not in that position. I don't, from the powers that be, we weren't in that position, but we don't need that shit from a fan base. You know, we need people united, or at least we don't need it to be a conversation that can right. be used against our program when they're recruiting. And it's just not a fun conversation. I mean, yeah, if you don't want to fire one of your native sons. You certainly don't want to do it because we keep doing it. You know, Mike Riley, three years. You no, know, Bo Pelini was around for a while, but you need the guy to come in and have some success, mm-hmm. at least getting hopefully back into championship games and stuff like that. So that, that is one very, I think, fortunate thing. And the key is this. I mean, beat Minnesota and you've got a third win. <laughs> you vault to the top of the West division, yeah. but. I mean, if you can do that and then maybe beat your opponent, you're going to finish at 500, was certainly better than anybody really kind of expected the way this season started out. So,
1: and then there, there's you know, a bull opportunity. A bowl. Out there. Yeah. I mean, there, there's, there, there's all the potential in the world to be five and four, you know, at the end of calendar year 2020. And what a year it would be when we started out with two spring games or, I mean, two spring practices or workouts and then nothing for months. And, uh, uh, you know, not hearing anything from the Big Ten leadership until they said, Oh, we're going to cancel the season. Then Nebraska leading the charge to say, We want to play. We think we can do so, uh, safely and, 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 uh, and uh, remain healthy. And to have the start of the season that you did, you know, the big, the lopsided loss to Ohio State, uh, the loss to North, you know, no game against Wisconsin, the loss to Northwestern, uh, beating a, Talented, but let's face it, bad Penn State team. The uh, uh, horrible outing against Illinois, close against Iowa. I hate that. That's not a moral victory. I'm just saying you, you played them close, and they're your quote-unquote rival. And then you beat Purdue on the road, and then uh, you have you know a, a Minnesota team coming in limping. You know, um, I feel like you know there there's a not an adage, uh, but uh, you know like a limping dog or limping wolf is one of the more dangerous ones because they're desperate and I feel like maybe that's the the spot that Minnesota might see themselves in uh, to, to get out of 2020 with an above 500 record, which is still on the table. Uh it, It's, you know, it, as I mentioned keeping healthy's, you know, a benchmark of, of success, but, but being five and four when it's all said and done is, is, is a, it's, it's a, it's high water. It's a good spot.
0: Yeah, I'd be surprised if we get a bowl game just because I don't. I mean, you look at the world and, well, you look at the country right now, and I'm sure a lot of it, everybody has seen the meme going around about the the five worst days in American history. And At the top is the Galveston hurricane with 8,000 deaths, the Battle of Antietam, 3,600 deaths. I saw one with the Battle of Antietam with 23,000 deaths. That's not correct, 23,000 casualties. 3,600 deaths, because, you know, I'm that guy. You but if there. you're going to talk about history, get your fucking facts straight. Because you were there. But, you know, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> it was a terrible, terrible, terrible battle against your own countrymen. Mm-hmm. But, uh you know, then you got COVID, 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 COVID. So it, things are still shit, and they're going to be shit for a while. So I I guess if we get in a bowl game, that'll be nice, but... Can we, it, you know, like I made earlier, the comment earlier about Wesley, most likely I have to kill you in the morning. Right. That's not really that much of a joke.
1: Um, <clears throat> by the way, uh, my boss is, has never seen the Princess Bride. And I wonder how I can even stay employed there. <laughs> you, you, now, you mentioned you mentioned the five worst days, and like I'm not, I, I hope that, This is a delicate topic, so I'm going to try to do, you know, to address it delicately, but not taking anything away from, you know, COVID. uh, I, you know, have people who, you know, I know who've been affected by it, you know, at a, at a, at a uh, mortality type of, type of uh, aspect, but I don't know if I put any of those days of COVID on the list ahead of 9-11 for me.
0: Right. Yeah. In terms
1: of impact. Right.
0: And and maybe that's what's, uh, maybe that's what's weird about it is that it is just going, it isn't a single event. It just keeps going on and on and on and on. We're not, we're not anywhere close to being done with this. I think that I can understand people kind of going on with their lives and living their lives as they are. But the, the people that are still into the, this is a hoax and it's nothing but the flu or it's nothing but a cold. You can all fucking kiss my ass. You know, I have I'm I have, not gonna take that lightly have, that's just dumb by now I have if you haven't figured like that, that out it's stupid to have that concept it, that's a concept that says I literally do not give a fuck about anybody else
1: I have family members like that um, we don't talk <laughs> you know I was like I know I know their uh, uh, stance and it was like I've got nothing to say move on. Uh, real, yeah. B- okay. Before we before I get out of here, I, I want to uh, mention some some you know change it up, talk some good things real quick. Um, and I got to find them all. Uh, Brendan Hymas, uh selected to the 2021 Shrine Bowl. Uh, JoJo Doman selected to the Shrine Bowl. Um, I don't know if there's any more, but certainly those two uh, you know players have, have earned it. Uh, Hymus I think, has has carried a lot of the slack. You know, you don't hear too many mistakes coming from the left side of the offensive line like you do the, the right side of the offensive line. And then Doman's just been, you know, he's been all over. I've, I've asked this question once before on, on Twitter and I don't think anybody ever gave me an answer, but that's, you know, often Twitter is you had to pick right now, John. And, and I'm not, if you had to pick Jojo Doman or Nate Gary, who you
0: pick? I'd I pick Jojo Doman.
1: That's what I think too. I think that's uh, an underrated (laughs) – I think it's an underrated take. Um, Obviously, Nate Gary, you know, he's proven himself. He's playing at the next level, but I think Doman will get there. Uh, I think they have similar, albeit slightly different, uh, skill sets and characteristics on the field. Uh, But I I think that Doman – Doman's a – I think Nate Gary – and I'm going to say this. The word I'm going to use is – I don't mean it derogatory, but he's a thug. He's going to go out there and I think he's going to pop you. Where Doman I think is a ball hawk and he he's just gonna he he's got a nose for it and he he just wants to get out there and and get after the ball carrier so um, two great Huskers uh, and and I'm I'm glad they both you know spend time in Lincoln uh, but yeah for me I I I think Doman he's a I pick
0: I, I, I pick him because he's a Husker right now uh, <laughs> but I, I want him to kill Minnesota I want him to kill him I, I want their gopher guts. <laughs> What's that song you used to sing when you were a, co- a kid about greasy, grimy gopher guts?
1: Is that one you, you learned don't? back in the Revolutionary War, John?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't remember it off the top of my head, so next week you're going to bring it up.
1: Greasy, what is it? Oh, my gosh. Greasy- I typed in greasy GR on Google, and the first thing that popped up is greasy, grimy gopher guts.
0: Yes. That's it. You never. You're not familiar with this.
1: No. Oh uh, my
0: God! What the hell?
1: Can I? Play Great it? green
0: gobs a greasy giant grimy gopher for slip? Do you, you've never heard this?
1: It's not ringing a bell. Uh, can I? Am I and, able? Uh, to?
0: Maybe, maybe. Okay. Maybe that's because they don't let kids. they all the kids songs have to be nice little uh, fluffy songs. No, you know, no, no. I, I, there's a YouTube
1: video. Tour. There's a YouTube video from the uh, YouTube channel Aussie Kids Songs and yeah. it's great green gobs of greasy, grimy gopher guts. Can I, am I allowed to play it, John?
0: What? Why not?
1: Okay, I'm, I'm clicking it. It's a, it's a
0: public domain Writing's playground
1: song. Alright, we're uh, waiting for this ad. Okay, here we go.
0: Let's see. What have we got to eat? Great green Gobs of greasy, grimy gopher guts, mutilated monkey butts, itty bitty birdie feet, horses, eyeballs, all in a pool of blood. And I forgot my spoon. Who's hungry? I'm so glad that I could bring that to you.
1: I, I just know, I apologize to uh, the listeners who, who will be hearing this. Uh, I'm going to have to do a little sound editing because it appears that the volume, I don't know if it's the volume on the song or what, but it didn't exactly show, uh, uh, you know, fire up too well. So I'm going to have to play with it a little bit. Hopefully, hopefully I can do the song and John justice. Uh, uh, <laughs>
0: Uh, No, I hope we stomp the living shit out of Minnesota. I hope we kill them. I hope we demoralize them so bad they never want to come back.
1: Yeah, that works. Uh, One last uh, topic of discussion. uh, As people are listening to this on the 11th of December, Nebraska Creighton, basketball, men's basketball, tonight. And all I have to say is suck it, Jaskers.
0: I want blood coming out of the eyeballs of gopher fans, all three of them, just weeping blood, tears of blood and sorrow.
1: We got nothing left for you tonight, folks. Uh, <laughs> great green gobs of greasy, grimy gopher guts, and blood coming out of three gopher fan eyeballs, and <laughs> suck
0: it. James. And remember why you don't get a tattoo on your arms. <laughs> That's right.
1: Uh, however, John, if you want a free tattoo, come down to Illinois by the end of the year, and I'll get you a free tattoo. Anything you want. Even well, if it's
0: a, the end of next year, maybe I'll do it.
1: No, you got to come down, bring the family, or, or get away from the family for the holidays. Spend uh, Christmas with me and my family. We're all safe and healthy. And, uh, you know, especially a rotten son, don't bring him. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, that'll do it for this episode.
0: Sure this would all go over well.
1: <coughs> it's fine. They probably are excited for a holiday without you, too, if you think about it. <laughs> Given my
0: tendency toward violence. <laughs>
1: hey, you know, I don't know who else is going to sing great green gobs of greasy, grimy gopher guts without John around. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of the Five Heart podcast. There's
0: your title for the show.
1: Great green gobs of greasy grimy gopher guts. Okay, noted. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, that that's it for the show. Uh, this episode of the Five Heart Podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. Make sure that you share it on all we, of your social medias. What John?
0: We didn't do a prediction.
1: Oh yeah, we need to do that. Uh, all right, Nebraska Creighton. What do you got? Nebraska Creighton. Yeah, we'll start there. We get two predictions, two opportunities to be right. 92 Nebraska, Creighton, 88. Ooh, a high scoring affair. I'm going to say, uh, 78 Nebraska, 65 Creighton.
0: My God, we're homers.
1: Yep. <laughs> uh, and that's just the beginning because now it's the Nebraska-Minnesota game. What do you got, John? 56 to 17.
0: <laughs> great, green cups, green Yeah, all over the
1: place, smeared. Smeared. Uh, (laughs) I will say, uh, I like forty-five twenty-one Nebraska. That's
0: probably more realistic, but you know.
1: All right. Uh, Now, uh, thank you for tuning into this week's uh, episode of the Five Heart Podcast. As I mentioned a moment ago, uh, share it on all the social medias. Uh, Like, comment, subscribe, whatever you got to do. Help us get the word out because we are the little engine that could. But we could do it a lot better with your help. Uh, for John, Damn Johnston, I'm Greg Mahachko, reminding you this and every week that five heart is all the heart you need. John? Go, big
0: red.